You're going to have ten, ten children? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, we, we are... No. Today we finished Parashat Azinu, but before we begin, we have an observation by our very own Steve. Simcha, Simcha. So, you know, after going through the whole Kumash, okay, and reading and realizing, you know, basically what's happening, and you realize, first of all, you always... Whenever you read, you, you understand what happened, how how humanity was mm-hmm. three, four thousand years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were barbaric, they were mm-hmm. animals. So it's like every generation humanity gets better because of this story. So I yeah. want to say that as humans, okay, we are not heroes because, as they said in one of the speeches, speaking kind of so, we build on our ancestors shoulders yeah we've come a long way we've come a long way thank you to the thanks to the torah Torah. thanks to the torah so i there i thought about this um is humanity getting better or is there a select group of humanity that's learning more and more about the tendencies of humanity for example i think the 20th century was the worst century in human history for for barbaric behavior we had, we had, all of this we thing. had, no, oh, no, 20th century is 1900s. We had the Holocaust. Yes. We had the Soviet yeah. Russia and we had Soviet China. You know how many people died in the, in the 50s and 60s in, in the Soviet, in the, not Soviet, in the Chinese, in the communist China revolution? You know how many people were killed for the sake of that revolution? Over, uh, they say uh, about 100 million people. Why? Killed. So between the Soviet Union, which killed 20 million, between communist China, which was 100 million, and then the, the Holocaust they, that they slaughtered 6, 7 million Jews alone, besides for the other 3, 4 million people that they killed just for fun, killed, killed in the name of ideology or some other human um, tendency which we had never, or which we had seen before, but we didn't know could go to the, this extent. So then... I think the 20th century was a great learning moment for humanity and forced us to appreciate the Torah even more. Because if you look and understand the Torah well, like really appreciate it, especially the early books like in Bereshit, all of the tendencies that you saw developed, for example, where do we see the tendency towards communist behavior? You see, you see it in the Tower of Babel, where... where they get up and say, let's assert that we're going to have one language and one mode of thinking for everyone. And we'll have a tower in the middle, a very high tower that sees everything that happens in the city and everyone will live in the city. Now that seems very similar to a totalitarian state in which everything is uniform. So the tendencies, but we only started to appreciate that, that the Tower of Babel teaches us that. Only after we saw the extreme of that behavior killing 100 million people and causing the death of 100 million people. So, 20th century, let's say, is our worst century. I don't know if, I think right now, general humanity is in decline. But I think our ability to appreciate the Torah and correct becomes easier and easier every generation. So because there's more information, it's more there's available. More, there's more, more information, more, more proof. But the last statement, you know, our ability to correct our behavior is easier because we have such 
Because you have something to hold on. Yeah. You know, so that's what... That, I think the ability to correct becomes yeah. very easy because it's clearer and clearer to right in front of our eyes how much the Torah knew about our tendencies. And we keep seeing the, the warnings the Torah gives us for the potential behavior of humanity. We keep seeing them come true. That's why I'm excited all the, to do Bereshit again. Yeah, like these ideas in Bereshit, we had... Remember, the ideas were very deep. Hopefully, we can go even deeper. My my statement was uh, mostly because I envision, you know, things you see that are bestiality, uh, eating other people, or like, I don't know, idol worshiping, killing killing your firstborn as a form of idol worship. Those things I saw, and that, that was my point as far as improving but you're right when you objectively look at all the wars and all the it's also um it's also easy to get america happens to be like still even today is probably the best country in the world other than israel in terms of in terms of having a decent moral code so we get a little bit like for example go to india people they're burning people you know it's not like uh if the husband tosses away they have to kill the wife right they do like honor killing so 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 it's like Humanity as a whole, we're a little bit biased because of how good America is. And then even in the U.S., there are tendencies which are very scarily similar. For example, I used to say this as a joke, but now I'm starting to think there's some truth to it. The, the idea of killing your own child, what does it, re- it represents? Besides for the fact that they would do it to a pagan deity, and they would do it with this, uh, with this intent of... Of making the whole, I guess, making a, a, earning the favor of the deity. There's also a certain attitude. If you want to go that far, and 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 for someone to offer their child as a sacrifice, it requires them to have a very selfish attitude towards their child, as if this is my property, and I could do with it whatever I please because I made it. Godlike. Almost a godlike. My, meaning, there is no God who, in, who endowed my child with a, with a soul. It's only me, because there is no God. So I could do with my child whatever I want. You see the logic? If you don't believe that God has endowed your child with any soul, then what's your child a product of? Just you and your wife. So if you and your wife decide to kill it, you can kill it. Right? And if it's inconvenient for you to have the child, you just get rid of it. So, so now, now I'm starting to think that, that that callous attitude towards your own child, we see it today in the obsession with abortion. Why, why is... There are certain things that don't make sense. Why, why is there a, a large sector of, of the culture today pushing for abortions for all women under any circumstance in the third trimester? Anytime. I don't know where it's. I don't think they're trying to make an offer, an offering to a deity, to another god. But it does seem to stem from this selfish, callous behavior towards your own children. That if they believed that there is a third party involved who actually owns that child, who has endowed that child with its humanity, I don't think they would be able to have such a disgusting attitude towards that child. You know what I mean? So even. And, and that's something that's gaining steam in America. That behavior, that that in in the sixties they didn't have abortions. Yeah, so, sorry, they didn't even have 
Gay was not so, uh, right, and then, and then there are other prison. things. Uh, the sexual liberation movement of the sixties brought us back to a certain level of sexual uh, licentiousness that's that reminiscent of the older times, when people were more bestial in their behavior. And then the prediction is that soon the next thing on the agenda is going to be to let people be with animals, which is probably going to happen. Yes, this is what I'm scared. Marry a dog. I mean. I cannot make the statement after what you just said because it makes it seem like society is getting worse by the year. But you know, if I see, I, I can say, I can say that at least compared to three thousand years ago, we're inching every year. Yes. To, at least we know the difference so, between right and wrong. Yes. Even if you don't want to admit it, yes. you know what the difference yes. is between right and wrong. He, here is here is. So, so yeah. if you can, we save. I mean, this is what I see. Maybe I'm completely off base, but you know. Maybe the Torah wants us, the human society, every generation to inch closer and closer to a perfection until to an end goal. There's an end goal. Mm-hmm. There is, is an end goal. Is there, there is an end goal. In fact, if you read Rabbi Sachs, he, he points this out as one of the key elements of the Torah. Because there was no other society that saw this whole world and this all of the stretch of history as leading towards an end goal. Yes. Other societies thought yeah. we just, this goes yes. on forever and yeah, there's no the real... Ones. We're the only ones who saw sure. this as going somewhere. Mm-hmm. And what that does, if that becomes your mental framework, it means that you're always inching towards that end goal. Now what I think is happening in society is I do think there is a gradual incline, a gradual increase in, in the development of society. But I think, like all growth in life, it doesn't go straight up. It happens like this. I'm not even referencing reincarnation. I'm just saying that even I do think society is getting better on the whole. But I don't. But I think right now we're on one of those dips that are part of any yes, growth yes. process. Yeah, also, to get better, you have to go into no, I'm saying from our perspective, from a perspective of from the Torah's perspective. You know, for example, I'll give you and then you go From the Torah's, I'll give you for example the the flip side to this argument that that things are really actually getting better is in even 20 years ago, the conservative movement, the right wing people who would say had more of the biblical values. They didn't have such a clear ideology. People like Ben Shapiro and uh, these, these famous people that probably a lot of us listen to and, and for, for political ideas, they weren't around. Like, I mean, they had, they had like Rush Limbaugh and things like that, but the ideology was not as developed. And only because of the extremism on the progressive left has... The flip side of the ideology, which I would say resembles more the, has not only grown, but has crystallized. It has become clearer what they believe. They become more committed to their beliefs and they're, they're starting. So on the one hand, yes, the culture in general is on a major decline. But all of a sudden we have a group of 100 million Americans, the minority, but a very, very, very large group of people that have a beautiful crystallized very Torah-like ideology that is only becoming more and more crystallized in their minds as they see what happens on the against, progressive side. I, 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 I want to say that that dip maybe is not there. We realize there's a dip because of this. Because nowadays you cannot hide. 
This shows everything. Yes. In the, all, of, all over the world, this will show. Bravo. You can't hide anymore. Bravo. So maybe that was there all along. You oh, know? Now we're just quantifying it with the dip because we see it. But before, maybe we didn't, never knew about it, but it was there. Maybe. It's a, it's a fascinating discussion. <laughs> now, it's actually very relevant to Shirat Hazin. Mm -hmm. Because, now I'm going to segue into Shirat Hazin now. Uh, oh, that's what it is. That's what we're doing. Right, right. The, the, the beauty of... I guess that's the question. Because the, 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 uh, it, it, it's, uh, so we have to... We're, 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 we don't give up our class. No, Moshe, this we is perfect. Like, oh, we're we're enjoying here. this scene. Yeah, give me this to Josh. This is for Vegas? Yeah. Sure. Thank you so much. Um, so, Thank so, you. Um, what Shirat Hazinu is, is it takes all of the ideas of Devarim and puts them in a little song. And it also, the, the, the song is supposed to be carried with B'nai Yisrael for all of the rest of history. So it's the kind of song that everything you read in Shirat Azinu is not just applicable to the Jews in the desert, it's applicable to the Jews as a, as a as human, meaning as a group that for all of time is gonna be applicable for eternity, exactly. So, why am I saying this? Because we're speaking about how, like, the process of history and the process of are we on an incline, are we decline, or is this, are we growing, is humanity developing? Uh, I think Hazinu speaks to that. Hazinu is that kind of is that story that speaks to that historical like view of things of the, of trying to see where history is taking us and where it tends to take us. You could find all of it in Hazinu. In fact, I think if you read in who is it, the Ramban. One of the commentaries I was reading yesterday, he says, all of the secrets of human history are found in this song. All you have to do is dig deep. Because this is the end. This is the end of the Torah. Oh, yeah. For whenever Steve went this, he said the phone. Okay. Where are we in the song? Anybody know? Yeah. That was a very fascinating discussion. I'm glad we had it. Makes you think. Azino makes you think. Yeah. Oh, another thing I want to. Another thing I was going to. This is a code. This is a code. Is this is. Yeah. This is. This has. It's. It's like. It's written in poetry, which means. This One opens. Of, this opens. Uh, this is called the interesting Devar Torah. I think it's written. It's. It was the Devar Torah is from the Nitziv. Uh, I don't know. I don't honestly don't know where he's from, but he's a famous uh, commentary on the Torah, also known as the Hamik Davar. He says that the Torah. This song is called a Shira, right? A song. Why is it called a Shira? Because in poetry. You have words which you can translate, but there's also very, very deep layers to the poetry. And the more sophisticated the poet, the more you can, the more you can plumb to the depths of the words. Now, he, he points out that where does the mitzvah to write, the, to write a Torah scroll come from? From uh, Whenever we said in Parshat Vayelah, Write for yourselves this song, and give it to Bnei Israel, put it in their mouths. And we said, it seems like the Peshat is that it's referring to the song. But where does the halakha come from that you write yourself a Sefer Torah? From that same Pasuk. Yeah. The halakha that we write our, a, a Sefer Torah comes I from the Pasuk that told us to write the song. Which means that you can also interpret that the word Shira is referring to the entire Torah. Which means that the same way a song has depth, the Torah 
very similar to any piece of poetry, has an endless amount of depth which you could continuously keep digging and digging and digging. And I think we're, we're experiencing that. I mean, we're in year one. And how many times in one year have our minds been blown by the brilliance of the Torah? Pretty much every week, right? So, by the way, so, Rabbi, I just, we just finished the Torah. We just received it yesterday. Oh, are you serious? Yes. Maybe you should like, bring it to uh, our uh, siyum. We could do Akhnasatza for Torah also. I have to get a cover for it. It's like... How long does it take? It takes a long time to get a cover? Okay. It's 40 centimeters, it's small toy. Okay. Wow. Wow. For trips? Dig it? We made it in the memory of our father, late father, so... Beis Hashem, you should use it. You should use it in good health. And you should use it to inspire people. And whatever, I know, whatever use it goes to, it should be used. It's interesting that we are finishing the Torah and we receive the Torah. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, what are we up to? What are we up to? Anybody shilishi, know? Shilishi. Shilishi? shilishi, yes. So what do we do so far? So in the Shira, Moshe is trying to prove to B'nai Israel that he wants to start, he, he wants to show B'nai Israel that when there are issues, whose fault is it? It's yes. their own. Yes. God is a just God and he's like our father. Proof to that. What's the proof? That he chose us as his, as his portion. And he took care of us, he took care of us in the desert and things like that. But when we enter the land, we become we rich, rich, we get rich. Well, that, now, that, that's what we're up to now. That's what we're up to now. Adonai badad yamchenu veni moel nechar. God let us alone and there was no other God with him. Yarkideu alvamote aretz. He wrote us upon the, the high places of the earth. This is, all, this is flowery language of saying God made us great, you know. And we ate from the fruits of the tree of the fields. And he made us suck honey from a rock. Beautiful language. And oil out of a flint. Adam, could you just make sure they, they keep it a little bit low if they can? Thank you. Yeah, yeah. 14. There is the the um, butter butter of the, butter of the cow and the milk of the sheep imchelev karim with the fat of the lambs veelim bnevashan veatudim and rams of the bashan breed rams bashan uh, bashan rams are like a very very uh, expensive and not expensive like a very high class yeah yeah type of uh, type of ram and atudim with uh, with the goats. With the best of the kernels of wheat. Uh, and they drank the blood of the grapes. the grapes. What is the blood of the grapes? The wine. Exactly, the wine. It's a, because it looks like blood, right? The drink is, that was also they, they drink that was foaming a, that wine. Was rich. Yeah. But then, and now here is the key pasuk of the entire song. The key pasuk of the entire song is pasuk tetvav. Vayishman Yeshurun vayivat. Yeshurun, what is Yeshurun? Israel. Yeshurun is Israel. Okay, Israel. Where, where does the word Yeshurun come from? I'm telling you now, Yeshurun means Israel. Now, where does that word come from? What is the word? What's the other name for Israel? Israel, right? What word do you see in the word Israel? If you take the sin and make it a shin, it becomes Yashar, the straight one. So Yeshurun, Yeshurun is also the word Yashar. 
So it's a poetic way of saying Israel. Okay? What's kick? To rebel. It means they rebelled. Meaning, they became fat. They became fat from all of the good that God gave, and now they kicked. No, I can't. I can't stop the recording honestly because my phone doesn't work. And like, you know, if you want to break it into two, if you want me to stop it and I could start another one. Let's 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 pause it for like a few minutes. Let them get their food, and I will start a new recording.